St. Thomas' Summa, Part 3, Question 8, Article 4. Whether Christ is the head of the angels? Objection 1. It would seem that Christ as man is not the head of the angels, for the head and members are of one nature. But Christ as man is not of the same nature with the angels, but only with men, since, as is written, For nowhere doth he take hold of the angels, but of the seed of Abraham he taketh hold. Therefore Christ as man is not the head of the angels. Objection 2. Further, Christ is the head of such as belong to the church, which is his body, as is written. But the angels do not belong to the church, for the church is the congregation of the faithful. And in the angels there is no faith, for they do not walk by faith, but by sight. Otherwise they would be absent from the Lord, as the apostle argues. Therefore Christ as man is not head of the angels. Further, Augustine says, that as the word which was in the beginning with the Father quickens souls, so the word made flesh quickens bodies, which angels lack. But the word made flesh is Christ as man. Therefore, Christ as man does not give life to angels, and hence as man he is not the head of the angels. On the contrary, the apostle says, Who is the head of all principality and power? And the same reason holds good for the other orders of angels. Therefore, Christ is the head of the angels. I answer that, as was said above in Article 1. Where there is one body, we must allow that there is one head. Now, a multitude ordained to one end with distinct acts and duties may be metaphorically called one body. But it is manifest that both men and angels are ordained to one end which is the glory of the divine fruition. Hence, the mystical body of the church consists not only of men, but of angels. Now, of all this multitude, Christ is the head, since he is nearer God and shares his gifts more fully, not only than man, but even than angels. And of his influence, not only men, but even angels partake, since it is written that God the Father set him, namely Christ, on his right hand, in the heavenly places, above all principality and power and virtue and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And he has subjected all things under his feet. Therefore, Christ is not only the head of men, but of angels. Hence, we read that angels came and ministered to him. Reply to Objection 1. Christ's influence over men is chiefly with regard to their souls, wherein men agree with angels in generic nature, though not in specific nature. By reason of this agreement, Christ can be said to be the head of the angels, although the agreement falls short as regards the body. Reply to Objection 2. The church on earth is the congregation of the faithful, but in heaven it is the congregation of the of comprehensors. Now Christ was not merely a wayfarer, but a comprehensor, and therefore he is the head not merely of the faithful, but of comprehensors, as having grace and glory most fully. Reply to Objection 3. Augustine here uses the similitude of cause and effect, that is, inasmuch as 
corporeal things act on bodies and spiritual things on spiritual things. Nevertheless, the humanity of Christ by virtue of the spiritual nature, that is the divine, can cause something not only in the spirits of men, but also in the spirits of angels on account of its most close conjunction with God, that is, by personal union.